Eagle Nation. You're listening to Gotta Talk, a podcast dedicated to all things Georgia Southern football. Now, here's your hosts, Matt Monty and Cody Anderson. Well, Cody, sometimes there ain't no cure for poor judgment, um, but there is a cure for losing, and that's winning. And and Georgia Southern <laughs> hopefully will will find that cure on a short week here as the Eagles head uh, back to Alabama for the second straight week. Uh, this time to Mobile on a short week facing the South Alabama Jaguars um, in a nationally televised game. Um, so obviously, plenty to talk about. You know, outside of football too, right? Um, but yeah, let's, yeah, let's get unfortunately. right into it. Yeah, so yeah. where do we begin? Yeah. Do we begin with the, the game, the the after effects of some poor social media decisions uh, for a player, or do we go right into previewing South Alabama? Well, probably, let's, I guess what, let's start with the game, and then I guess we can get into the aftermath. I, I was going to say the opposite. I was going to do the aftermath first, and then we'll, okay. we'll get yeah. into the game. We'll, we'll do the recap of... Um. Yeah. Of, of, of that Troy loss, uh, and then yeah. and then get uh, get into South Alabama. So yeah, obviously the news yeah. that we're talking about um, is Gavin Adcock um, has now been dismissed uh, from the team. Um, obviously, anyone listening to this probably knows and been following the story that he was suspended indefinitely um, on uh, and if that on Monday Twitter has been following- blocked. Yeah, yeah, we've we've. I think that's our first official Twitter blocking. Um, it is. If, it if is. If I remember right. Yeah, we've had some unfollows, uh, but but our first official <laughs> blocking. So so that's that's a that's a badge of pride there. But um, we yeah. So so obviously that that Sunday following the the loss to Louisiana. Um, you know, when uh, the, the video surfaces, that's when we find out that uh, Coach Lunsford is uh, relieved of his duties. That following Monday at the press conference, we find out that Gavin Adcock, the uh, fifth-year redshirt senior nose tackle um, for us that was seen in the video chugging beers on top of the moving bus, um, or chugging a beer, I should say, uh, that he was sp- uh, suspended indefinitely, which, you know, obviously just means for an un- undetermined amount of time, right? Um, yeah, it know, does not mean like the rest yeah. of the no season that's or permanent five games right. or something like, yeah. yeah it just means that he's been suspended the administration doesn't know how long but eventually they'll make a determination about that and then he'll come back to the team correct so you know we've seen these in the past with our team certainly with other college football teams we've seen it in the nfl it can be a game it could be a couple games it could be the season um we've seen people uh, you know uh some People in the NFL come to mind where, you know, they they never come back <laughs> right after being suspended indefinitely. But anyway, it turns out it was one game. Um, you know, he, he misses the Arkansas State game at home, um, but he's back on the road with the team um, in Troy. And, you know, un- unfortunately, you know, uh, made some poor uh, decisions um, and, and, and posted some things on social media uh, that, you know, frankly, were – a little arrogant or cocky, um, definitely kind of just poor judgment, um, you know, right. Tacky. Of, of, of saying tacky, tacky is a good word for it. So just saying, look, I, you know, I, I'm back, but you know, love, love me or hate me. I'm back. And, and then I think the one that probably really did it, um, was a selfie. It looked like that he posted maybe from like a hotel room in Troy, uh, that, you know, had some inappropriate language in it. So we would definitely won't read it. This is a family podcast, right? Uh, yeah, but, exactly. uh, we, uh, you know, so just poor choice of words again, uh, arrogant, t- uh, uh, cocky, tacky, however you want to say it. Um, just saying, you know, oh, it's it's only one game. Um, I'm back, and and yeah, definitely definitely not humble or, or kind of you know uh, a lack of respect, right? That there, there was de- definitely a lack of respect there. After you know the apology comes out, after and, and like we talked about, 
and and uh, AD Jarabenko alluded to in, in the press conference when asked repeatedly by the media. Obviously, that video played a role in, in Lunsford being let go when he did. Was not the only factor, um, but I definitely think with the timing and everything, it was a big thing. So, obviously, like, he was treading, Adcock was kind of treading lightly already um, with this situation. It was just one of those things that, that it, it was just poor judgment. He probably just should have said it. If he wanted to say anything, it was just like, thankful to be back, ready to get after it, right? Just leave it at that. Um, unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Obviously, <clears throat> those uh, screenshots of, of uh, those uh, social media posts start circulating, and then we find out on Sunday um, that that he's been completely dismissed uh, from the team. Now, <clears throat> uh, I think it's worth noting that Andrew Goldstein, right, from uh, WSAV in Savannah, uh, reported um, shortly after that they he he got in uh, contact with Adcock and is reporting that it was a mutual decision, right? That there was a long there was for for what it's worth, right? Quote so, unquote, so that's Adcock's, mutual. quote unquote that, that it was a mutual decision that there was a long conversation with the administration um, at the school and that you know basically the school had asked him to tone down the social media posts to also tone down the promotions for you know his his side gigs, you know with. Uh, <clears throat> with his aspiring music career as a, as a country singer and, um, and, and stop kind of promoting that, especially like using kind of the, uh, the program as a vehicle for that. And, uh, and yeah, and, and, and according, you know, to Andrew Goldstein and talking to Adcock that, uh, they just decided to part ways that, that, you know, that, that wasn't, um, in his best interest. Um, so there you go. Uh, now, you know, that, that brings up kind of a, a bigger point about like NIL and all of this with name image likeness <clears throat> that, you know, this is the first year for it. Obviously we're still working through it. We're still kind of into the experimental phase, right. To see like what works, what doesn't. But, you know, I think, I think this is a good point and I'm, I'm not like, trying to make an example of Adcock, it's, it's kind of bigger than that, right? And to me, it goes back to discipline that we talked about, right? Um, yeah. For, you know, that's kind of been the theme, lack of discipline, and it's not just an Adcock thing. It's kind of throughout the team, on the field, off the field. But then also respect. So, you know, when you, when you wear the navy blue and white uniform for Georgia Southern, you are representing the university. You're representing, obviously, the athletics department, your teammates, your coaches, sports staff. You're also representing the fans, the alumni, the city of Statesboro, even South Georgia and the Coastal Empire, right? There's a lot of things. Well, all not only that, but past and former players. All past and former. Exactly. Future players that will eventually put on the blue and white later on. You know, exactly. we just, you know, as an alumni and as a, and as a football team in and of itself, they just lost a, a very huge supporter and former player. Um, and Mr. Tanner, who had who had passed away yes. due to COVID compilations, so you know that's a that was a man who who played under Ert and represented the university well after his time, and and was a huge promoter of of our football team and of our athletic athletic department, and I think for the you know for the actions that have occurred with with Adcock under these last few weeks. It just it it's it's embarrass. It's kind of it just puts a an embarrassing stain. It's a black eye. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a an black eye on the program. Stain. And and that's the thing. You know, it's not just him, right? I mean, we've we've seen after the loss, we we uh, players, both current and former, clapping back at at fans, right, on social media, saying choice words, saying you know things that uh, again you know won't be repeated on here. But it's it's so it's not just Adcock. Obviously, that's going to get all the highlights for for everything that's happened. 
but you know, it's and and it, it doesn't just go back to Irk, right? I know everyone like um, that's kind of like the push and pull right now of like, oh, well, what what would uh, you know Irk have done? And it's it's we a big team, a, little me, yeah, big team, little me, that. and right, and and the do right and all that. But it's not. Yes, maybe Irk instilled that in the program, but it has been at the core of the program that do right mentality, right? throughout pretty much the history yes there's been some lapses 2006 maybe under summers right but for the most part it's not just Irk. it's paul johnson it's uh, jeff munkin it's even willie fritz right there has been that that discipline but also that respect but when when you put on that program you carry yourself a certain way right you you're you're representing all the things that i just named and and frankly, you know, the last couple of years, you're you're seeing that kind of diminish a little bit. Um, and we've got to get back because I think all of those things can uh, roll up into like one kind of thing. And that's brand. Right. The Georgia Southern brand. Yeah. To be and, honest with you, that's not even yeah. necessarily, you know, unique to us. That's a, pretty much all college and professional programs when you kind of break it down is that you represent and you handle yourself in a professional manner that doesn't yes. bring embarrassment. On, for the team or the organization that you're with, so I mean, it, I mean, we like to really emphasize it here with the do right, Sam. But honestly, that mentality is really across all boards, regardless of if it's another sports team or even your company that you're building or work or that you work for. Yeah, exactly. And 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 yeah, and, and we're it, it seems that we're kind of straying away from it, and that's what we need to get back to. And I know Jared Banco understands that, and I, I think that's that's what we're doing. So I mean, unfortunately, you know, it it. In, in this case resulted in the dismissal of, of a fifth-year senior um, but you know hopefully he learns from it I mean certainly we don't we don't wish ill on him you know we, no we, by we, no we means we wish him the best right um, but but yeah I mean the, the, these these things have to be done like actions have consequences and 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 hopefully not just for for him but you know for the rest of the team that they get back to that more that that big team little me mentality yeah. right that it's you know and, and and again with like the nil stuff i i don't want to like i support nil cody i don't know about you but like no, I, I, I think it's a great yeah. thing for college athletics not just football but all of college athletics but we're, we're seeing not just with adcock but you know we're seeing people within our program that are doing it the right way i mean you have oh yeah of um, course. you have anthony beck right he he was on a billboard in the middle of times square right the biggest mohawk i've ever seen right oh was um, he i missed with, that i didn't yeah, see that yeah he was yeah he's he's a promote he's a, also a barstool athlete um like like adcock is um and i don't know if this sponsorship was through that or not i'm, I'm guessing it is but it was for like meat rubs it was for like spices okay and uh and yeah it, it, it was I, I saw a photo posted on twitter and, and uh anthony beck's giant head with uh a bunch of like different uh you know steak rubs and things like that out but but yeah i mean it's it's about the balance right it's about like you're you're not yes you're using your name image likeness as a football player in this case to get those opportunities but you you the the program and everything comes first right and and that's that's not just me saying that as a fan that's in like the bylaws that's in like the um the pdf that that has been circulating right um from the school of like look this is how we're handling and this is how the ncaa is handling uh name image like this right yeah that, that if if it interferes with the football program if it interferes with your studies if it interferes with practice all this kind of stuff then you know that's an issue um and that's frankly what was kind of happening with with that cock it, it, it seemed that the the music stuff was kind of taking precedent yeah, again not to like kind of go back to the same point but it's, it's again it's in life right you when you're working for a company you have a full-time job 
you, you do that job, but you can't let other outside things interfere with your with your job or else you're going to get fired. You know, like you yeah. can't you can't be drinking on the job. You can't bring that in. You can't be partying on the job or you're going to get you're going to get fired for that. So, you know, a lot of these things I think they're implementing is a lot of real life experience to kind of how things are going to be once when they do graduate college, once when they do get out into the real world and have to handle themselves um, either as, as individuals or as or as part of a family. So, yeah. um no, I mean, we, we've turned this into a life coaching podcast now. Right. There you so go. there you go. It's the evolution. Cars. <laughs> Relationships. Relationships. Yeah. Now, now, now career and life advice. A weather, um, weather podcast. We may bring that one go. back. Yeah. Let, let's hope not. Let's hope it doesn't. <laughs> we don't get the season of rain again. But, oh, jeez. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I think we kind of covered it there, but, but yeah, I mean, we obviously have examples like within the program that are doing it the right way with like the, the back example. I'm sure there are others, but you know, I mean, you're, you're not seeing that like affect anything on the field. You're not saying, you know, he's not like handing out spices at that, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. off, off the bus or during the Eagle walk and like handing out samples of steak, you know, like it's so, so it's just, <laughs> it's just like, Could you imagine yeah, if he did and he was like, here's some spices. Oh, I mean, that, that'd be kind of cool, but, um, <laughs> it's, you, you, you do have to like get your priorities straight. Right. Um, and then, and yeah, so, um, unfortunately that's what happened with this. Um, again, we wish them well, we wish them the best. Um, and you know, and, and we move on, but, but hopefully every, everybody involved, um, not just Adcock and, and the administration, but also the rest of the players kind of learn, you know, from this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, I guess from there, Cody, uh, we can get back into football. So um, obviously, Georgia Southern fallen to two and four on the season, uh, one and two in conference play uh, with a twenty-seven twenty-four loss to Troy. It was a um, uh, just a abysmal uh, first half. Very right? weird game. Uh, yeah, very very weird game. Um, so. First half just held to what six yards rushing, I believe. We were outgaining uh, 286 yards to 63 yards um, in the first half. Uh, just uh, getting six rushing yards on on 14 attempts. Um, then then pick it up right after going down 24 to three, down 17 to three at half. Then 24 to three to start the third quarter. Um, we start clawing back. Uh, we we go all the way and and, and tie it up at 24 all. Um, you know, we we uh, and, and then it just kind of fizzled out, right? We have, we have uh, the two back-to-back interceptions um, on, on the final two offensive drives uh, from Justin Tomlin. Um, the the first of those two leading to the go-ahead score, the field goal for for Troy, um, and then with like 43 seconds left, <coughs> throws uh, the interception, get the ball to about midfield, throws the interception, and that's all she wrote. So. Um, Difficult loss, yeah, kind of a lot to unpack. Um, but you know, certainly the resiliency in the second half, the um, kind of game planning adjustments and stuff that we that we saw that frankly we haven't really seen, um, you know, the the rest of the season. I mean that that was a positive, um, right? But obviously, you know, still resulting in a loss. Um, you know, if uh, having those stats in that first half playing that way, um, you know, that's not going to win you games. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, especially against a, a good defense that we played uh, against Troy. So, yeah. um, you know, just 80, 83 total yards rushing, um, you know, which which is a recipe for disaster, obviously, um, on, uh, on 38 carries. Uh, you know, again, top 20 rush defense in Troy. We had talked about that in the preview. Um, they only allowed 102 yards against South Carolina the week before. Um, but still, I mean, they, they kind of, they shut down the run game. Um, we had the three total interceptions, 
and uh, and yeah, yeah, that's just a lot to overcome. It is. It is when you're minus two in, in turnovers. Um, a lot of times you're not going to win the football game, and you know they they were a. You're you're right. You mentioned all the stats that show that they're you know top twenty in this as far as defense and rush defense. Uh, Troy is a is a team that does not beat themselves when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. Right, they're in the positions where they need to be at. They don't make too many mental mistakes or too many mistakes. Period on on the defense. And so, the biggest thing that I saw was that it wasn't so much anything that Troy was doing on defense. It was so much a lot of more of what we were not supposed to be doing or we're not doing on offense, particularly the offensive line and blocking. Um, Obviously, I think in the second half, they were able to kind of correct that and focus it, which is how we were able to get back into the game. But that first half, blocking just was was abysmal in in a lot of the aspects. Mm -hmm. And we want to kind of bring that up because I know a lot of people out there saying, well, play calling was terrible, and maybe it's recruiting, and maybe it's none of that. If if your offensive line are missing blocks or not getting to the second level to block, then – it does not matter what Doug Roos calls. It does not matter what kind of athletes you have on the offensive side of the ball. You're not going to go anywhere, especially with a team that can tackle as well and is fundamentally sound as Troy's defense is. Correct. So I think I want to— play calling wasn't that much different. No, it wasn't. And I would actually say this. It probably was more expanded because we had to go to the air, right? Like you had to throw the ball. Uh, and it was there when we, when we did, but you go back and look at like the Can Ransom sack, for example, when he had to come in real quick for the one play in the first half. There was a complete uh, miss block there, where if he if the if the guy who gets to him first is blocked, Cam can then step into the pocket, and then he can have his choice to either to run or to throw the ball for the first down. You can go back and look at several plays in that first half, and particularly that first drive in the second half, where we didn't do what we needed to do to get the offense set up for success. And it, like I said, it does not matter what Doug Roos calls. It doesn't matter what J.D. King does when the ball gets in his hands. It doesn't matter what Caleb Hood does or anybody else does. If the offensive line is going to block, we're not going to go anywhere on offense. And that doesn't matter if we're a run-heavy team, pass-heavy team. The main thing that this offensive has got to focus on in these few days before we go into South Alabama is they have got to understand – their blocking assignments and where they have to be at. If not, if they cannot get this figured out, you can. The rest of the season is going to be a very hard one to watch. Yeah, because um, we're not going to face uh, you know lackluster defenses like, no. like Arkansas State anymore, no, right? I no. mean, like like that that yes, we looked good. You know, the offense was clicking on all cylinders. Had huge holes to run through. They tackled very poorly, right? A complete opposite against Troy, like you said. And and yeah, from here on out, South Alabama, right? With Kane Womack, they've got a good defense. You know, the, uh, the uh, Texas State has got you know a, a decent um, defense. Obviously, facing App and, and Coastal and BYU. Like it's it's not yeah so no. we're we're not gonna face an, another one um, where where we're gonna just be able to shred it right so so we've got to get that fundamental execution um, down where you know we we don't have um, you know three straight three and outs you know to, to start the game and, and, and things like that we've got to find ways um, to you know to, to move the football and and uh, and yeah I mean I so so I think you know like we said this game was gonna kind of be a barometer for the rest of the season. Um, I think it kind of showed us that we're 
what we thought we were. Yeah. Like, we're, right. We're, we're kind of middle of the road, maybe like a little less, like a little subpar. Like we're, we're a 500 at best kind of team right now. Um, and, and I think a lot of that has to do with offensive line play, um, you know, and, and, and yeah, if, if we can't get that going, um, obviously secondary is, is, is big on, on, on defense. You it know, is, we, but let's be honest with that. Again. I, I yeah. know that they get a lot, they're being getting a lot of, of, of harsh criticism, throughout the entire season but let's let's be real they only gave up 27 points the last three of that came against those those final interceptions at the end which put them in a bad spot you know they've had a couple of big misplays in the game but overall i thought the defense actually played halfway decent in the game i mean several sacks several tackle for loss um they i think they held troy in the second half to either four or five straight three and outs to allow the offense to get back into the ball game yeah, so, so after that that touchdown, they had the fumble, yeah. then punt, 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 punt. Yeah, so four straight punts, um, and, and then a turnover after they got that touchdown to open the, the third quarter. Yeah, so. so, I mean, I know that we can all point to, oh, they let this big play go. They let, but overall, they did not play bad, okay? They they kept this in the ballgame for us to have a chance to win it. Um, they did, yeah. You know, we have to, you know, again, college football at this level, well, really, at any level in the collegiate level, is you have to play four full quarters of football, or you're not going to win the game. It's what we said at the Arkansas State uh, last week's episode: is that if we can put four quarters together, like we did against Arkansas State, we have a good shot of winning. We didn't do yeah. that. We put together maybe a quarter and a half. Quarter and a half, yeah. Maybe a quarter yeah. and a half. Outside of that, the other two and a half quarters, we did not play well. We didn't know. We didn't even show. No, up we didn't show up at all. No, not at all. No, no. I mean, uh, only you know. Uh, four punts for us in the in the first half. Um, start you know with uh, with three and out. Um, we have the the one drive that led to the to our only points the uh, the field goal six plays fifty one yards. Um, but yeah, that was it. Uh, just um, inept you know on on offense, uh, especially which obviously you know uh, affected the defense. You know we 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 couldn't um, stay on the field you know long enough. Yeah. And then in the second half, got things going. And, and yeah, like you said, the, the, the defense showed up. I mean, they um, had three straight, uh, four straight, uh, th- uh, three and outs um, after forcing the fumble, um, put us in position to win the game. Um, and, you know, Troy Troy gave us kind of every every chance um, they could, <laughs> you know, know. For, for us to win, to, to steal that one, and we just couldn't capitalize. No, it was kind of weird. It was like either both team was trying to give the other team a chance to win it, and it was like, nope, I don't want yeah. it. You know, and eventually yeah. it was like know. a game of hot potato. It did yeah. feel like that. Yeah, it did. It was it was really kind of surreal. Like like those last like five minutes of just like. But where, I mean, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I thought that when we got the ball back with five minutes left and it was tied up at twenty four all, I really thought we were going to win the game. Um, yeah. I know that the first play was that interception. Um, but you know, if you'd have said <laughs> at the halfway through the third quarter, do you think you have a chance to win the game by the time? You have five minutes left in the fourth. I'd have said no way. That was not the way that we were playing. Um, right. But again, the team put itself in that position to where they were forced to throw the ball down the field and, and hurry up. Um, I, you know, it's an unfortunate mistake that was made for that interception for the last two interceptions. The last interception, honestly, was just a fluke, right? Mm-hmm. 99% of the time when the, that happens, the ball just gets knocked down to the ground. It doesn't actually get kicked back up into the air. Um, but again, you can't, you can't turn the ball over. You can't give them extra opportunities. You know, I don't say we should have played safe, but 
maybe we should have ran the ball at least the with five minutes left. Um, I don't know. I, it, it's I think it's just frustrating Do you as argue the fan with the the personnel decisions of. I mean, obviously a lot of people were were clamoring for for Cam to, to come um, in. We saw him limited, right? I mean, he was just one for five nine yards. Um, where where Tomlin was fifteen yeah, twenty two. I mean, that's such a tough. It's such a tough call. I think you know. Tomlin or Ransom, I think, shows that he is probably the better passer in terms of arm strength and velocity. Um, I don't know too much about if accuracy is there. Uh, if it's if it's a push really between Tomlin and, and Ransom, maybe Ransom may be a little bit more accurate. Um, do you want to put youth out there? Tomlin does have more experience. Um, but to me, at this point in the season, where we are at now, you might as well throw Ransom out there and just let him go I ahead agree. and just start playing and and just let I him agree. go ahead and build up the experience. I think we kind of all know that he's the quarterback that's 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 going to be here for the future. Um, I think fans think that, but it's, it'd be interesting to to see what the coaching staff thinks. I, now, again, now when we say coaching staff, you're talking about like a, a new one next year, right? True, so, true. so right. So, so I mean, th- th- was there loyalty there from the previous, you know, uh, staff? I mean, obviously, uh, most of which is still there, but like Lunsford, yeah. I mean, I, I think there was probably some loyalty there to, to Tomlin. I mean, he he certainly uh, you know paid his dues and everything with it with the well, program. Well, here's and, the thing, right? Behind, but like. Ransom has more touchdown passes than Tomlin has at this point. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, to me, it, we're two and four. The odds of us making a bowl game at this point are very, very slim. Um, you have a ranked BYU, a ranked Coastal. You still have App State. You still have a Georgia State. Um, none of these games are going to get easy by no means. Uh, so why not throw Ransom out there? Well, don't get it's sad when you say more because Tomlin literally has zero. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, <laughs> and, he has zero. He has four interceptions and, and Cam has one. So yeah, but um, but yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's 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 playing for the future, um, seeing what we can kind of salvage out of the season. I understand, you know, uh, that that Tomlin is is a junior and still has you know a year with us. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I, I think you know something is to be said. Yeah, of I like, think the only let's... reason that that you would still put Tomlin out there is because the playbook just is there's not enough of the playbook. For Ransom to be out there for four quarters, that's right. the only reason why Tomlin, I think, is still getting the start. If, if yeah. to me, if if Ransom was probably here in January and he's probably learned the 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 playbook by now, he probably is a starter. But since he got here in August, he's still probably catching up and learning. Right. Yeah, and I mean, and you know, with uh, certainly, yeah, there there could be areas of that that are limited, right? With especially the option plays, right? When we do do option plays, um, you know, is is Tomlin a better? Can he pitch the ball better? Probably, right at this point, um, that's not the type of offense that, that Rams ran. Shh, don't um, tell the opponent. And, but we don't pitch Florida. the ball, right? They don't, right? Um, so so yeah, doing doing your dive plays, doing your off tackles, doing kind of even like zone reads and stuff. He ran that in high school, like that. He can do, and I I do agree. I think he's the better overall passer, but obviously that will continue to develop with time. But he's got to get the playing time to do it. So, um, yeah, I think I mean it's a hard decision, but I, but I think you know most people would like to see at least more of him, whether that means start or uh, you know rotation or or just have him in full time. Um, you know I I don't know, but I I definitely think the the collective is is that they'd like to see um, more of Cam Ransom. And, you know, in yeah, some I think so. so and and I'll end it with this. There's a coach that I, I heard kind of talk about if you have two players that are kind of on the same talent level, um, who do you play first? 
and one player is let's just say a, like this is a freshman with ransom and the other player is a junior and the coach said well you play the freshman because the freshman has more time to develop at that point and should be better by yep. the time they're a junior than what the other so you know if you think that both quarterbacks are about the same then you have, I think you have to play ransom at this point the younger guy yeah I mean you go back to shy like look look how we talked about it, right look look how much shy words developed from you know the the first year under summers and then to to what he was um you know when when he left after you know the Louisiana Which Tech game, between right? 17 we, we saw and the full evolution right yeah exactly even that was a huge huge jump but I mean he got better every single year and yeah, you don't see four-year starters that often. And I'm not saying that even Cam will be that, but I mean, it. Why not? You know, it's it's like if if you have him here, um, you've you know, already burned it, his red yeah. shirt, so you might as well get him. He burned the red shirt, and then you you. I mean, let's let's be honest. You risk losing talent like that. Um, obviously, with the coaching changes and all that stuff going on, but you've got the transfer portal out there, right? And it's it's another layer wrinkle that you have to contend with and you know so I'm, I'm not saying like oh like keep a certain player happy but like you know it, it's it's development and then everything else will take care of itself right if, if you get them in to to get them quality playing time when you kind of evaluate the season and, and where we stand and then yeah and then everything else will take care of itself and then you know we'll find ourselves next year under a new coaching staff with you know if it is Cam Ransom a quarterback that's got eight starts under his belt or, you know, something like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I, I think that's what we probably should do. Um, but, but certainly with the rotation, you'll see more, we saw more of them against Arkansas state, right. than we did, um, against Troy. So yeah. I, I think that's, that's probably, um, at a minimum, we, we'd like to see him rotated in more, but, um, yeah. So I guess going from that, Cody, we can, uh, jump to this South Alabama, game again short week play them thursday night national tele- televised on espnu and uh you know this this is a a team in south alabama that um one we always struggle with right um certainly on the road certainly on uh short weeks um played them several times in the past on on, on thursday nights um well, recently on, on we've the struggled road. with them yeah. the last two years. yeah recently yeah yeah the last two years um and you know we had the multiple overtime game um but we still have never lost to them right um i believe so uh Still, uh, you know, but this is a different South Alabama team, right? They they started the season um, three and zero. A lot of people were talking about them, but then lose the the um, next two, uh, go zero and two to start Sun Belt play. Uh, they they lose could a, very a close one, a heartbreaker. They could, right? So the their two losses, back to back losses. They lose a heartbreaker to Louisiana. Um, they play them at home. Um, they, uh, you know, uh, Louisiana jumps out to a lead. They they claw it back. I believe missed a field goal right to to win it. Um, and then uh, that was twenty to eighteen. Then they lose in four overtimes to Texas State on the road, um, thirty three to thirty one. Uh, you know this was a game where Texas State um, fell behind. Uh, they were down fourteen points in the fourth quarter and claw their way back um they overcame three first half turnovers um you know to to come back tie the game and eventually win 33 31 in four overtime so <clears throat> this is a team that is i want to say reeling i mean i guess we're catching them and you could look at it one of two ways right like always like you could look at it from a positive of like all right they're they're down they've lost two straight two straight heartbreakers they're 0 and 2 in the conference how are they going to respond right they're under a new head coach and Kane Womack um, former defensive coordinator there 
former defensive coordinator at uh, Indiana, did great things there. Um, I, I had said in our preseason that, you know, watch out for South Alabama, that this is not just a trap game, like not where b- before they were kind of a trap game opponent, right? Now they are a legitimate threat in the West, you know, and <clears throat> I, I think that um, – yeah, so, I mean, obviously we can't take them lightly. We can't take anybody lightly. Um, but this is a well-coached team, um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they respond, right, on, yeah, under it a, is. a first-year it, head coach. They're kind of very similar to the Troy team that we just played. They're kind of struggling on offense a little bit, but their defense is really, really good, right? Again, mm-hmm. they have, they're have they averaging less than 100 yards rushing a game this season, so they have a stout run defense. Um averaging close to 17 points a game so they're not giving up a whole lot of points but again their struggles is with the offense and generating points so again it's kind of kind of the same thing that we just went through with Troy you know it, can our offense get enough offense and overcome a, a good defense to put ourselves in a situation to win the game um, mm-hmm. and can our defense not give up too many big plays to where we're not down out of it early like we were against Troy I'll say they gave up 213 rushing yards to Texas State, right? Which is known as a, more of a throwing. That's true. Team. So I mean, at least at least that is, yeah, at least that is, um, you know, a positive for us. So I mean, I, I don't think their their run defense is going to be quite as stout as Troy. I mean, Troy certainly lived up um, to the billing, right? I think. Uh, but if we don't block like, like we didn't block against we, right, Troy, then it doesn't it, it matter. matter. Yeah, it won't matter at all. Yeah. So, I, I if if we can, you know, sure that up, then I think we could keep this game close i think it's going to be like the last couple of matchups with them where it is going to go down in the wire it could be a you know back-to-back overtime game for for south um but uh but yeah i mean th- this could come down to field goals it could come down to um you know just i think who you know time of possession but also just maybe big plays right if, yeah. if we can limit yep. if we can limit big plays with our secondary um if if we can for front bust seven off can at start, least one run right you know continue their yeah. their sack parade Good pressure yeah, yeah um, right i mean they're they're, they're playing yeah, I mean, a D block. I mean, definitely give them a shout out, right? They're they're playing really well, um, and 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 I think they're bailing out a lot. You know, the the some of the. I mean, if you, if, you, if you can't play. cover in the secondary, the next best option is to sack the quarterback as quickly as you it's can. The blitz, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, cause havoc. Yeah. Um, but no, you're right, and I think again, it's going to come down to turnovers. If 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 we're plus two instead of minus two against Troy, we probably win the game. If yeah. you know, same thing with this game on Thursday. If we lose a turnover battle, or even if we're, I think we're, you know, even, I don't think we win this football game. We got to be plus yeah. one, probably got to be plus two to have a chance. Um, Thursday yeah, night, South, South South and Texas State both turned the ball over three times. Yeah, so we've um, got it. Yeah. We've got to force the turnovers. And look, I know that there have been some really weird bounces with these footballs. You can look at the FAU game. You can even look at Troy game last week, in which one Troy got a lucky kick, and then also they got a lucky bounce too. I thought we were going to get a fumble, but mm-hmm. we have to figure out a way to, to to get those fumbles, to get those loose balls, and and just limit and take away offensive possessions from our opponent. Yeah. You know, if we can't yeah. do that, it's again, it's going to be really, really tough. So turnover battle is going to be key to win this game. Um, and then what will we say? Oh, offensive line blocking. 
if we can correct that, then I think we have a good shot. But Thursday night road games are just tip, just I, absolutely I difficult say, to win. How how do we show up? We obviously didn't show up in the first half on the road, um, right? It's first a game mindset. In Alabama. Coach Wade, now we go Coach back. Wade, and yeah. Coach Ruse and Coach Whitley has got to get that offensive line and say, look. We live and die by y'all. If you don't get your blocks and just show them the film. I mean, if an amateur like me can sit here and look at film and say, well, that guy missed it clearly, then I know that they right. can sit there and look at it too and figure it out. But that's where it starts. They gotta, you know, they have to understand the concepts, the blocking concepts and schemes and and fix it. That's just as general as that is it. I mean, that's just as plain as yeah. it, I can put it. But really the whole team, right? I mean, we've seen under Lunsford on these short weeks, right, where... Well, road um, games in where, particular. Where road, road games, yeah, road games in general, but also the short weeks. We, we've played, uh, you know, South, obviously, played Texas State in the past. Um, that might not... That, that was even under, like, Fritz, I think, right? Um, where, but, but, yeah, I mean, we... Historically, in the FBS era, we just... We haven't played that well. I don't have the stat of, of what our record is um, on midweek games, um, but I don't think it's more than 500, <laughs> right? Um, so... It's uh yeah I mean it's gonna be interesting to see not just offensive line but how the whole team responds yeah right and then also um, just being on the road yeah I saw a tweet from I think uh, Travis uh, Jodon who mentioned about if we get outrushed how we're like zero and twenty four zero and twenty five since moving yeah. up to FBS so yeah. that's something else too Obviously, that outrushed against Troy yep. right but I mean under I wanted to ask uh, Captain Clack right of of uh, I didn't get around to it but ask him a stat of of have we ever won rushing especially in the FBS era have we ever uh, won rushing less than 100 yards right which we only had 82 yeah, I, against Troy I doubt that I'm guessing no I'm guessing no um but but yeah so that like that obviously you know if if we can get don't necessarily have to have the 500 right like like we had against arkansas state but if we could get 200 plus like like texas state just did and then uh, you know when we pass the ball do it efficiently like you said not turn the ball over and then you know uh, if defense can put together four complete quarters um and, and and play the whole game like they did in the second half against troy we got a good shot to win yeah, this we do. um otherwise yeah so um all right cody i mean that's that's kind of all I have, uh, you know, obviously we've we've got a break after this. I, I do want to like point that out. So um, obviously with with this short week uh, playing on the 14th, we don't play on the 16th. Um, we also have uh, the 23rd off. So we'll probably uh, be taking a bit of a break ourselves, a bit of a bye week ourselves, um, and probably not recording again until um, the the week of the Georgia State game, right? So uh, we'll uh, probably. You know the the week of the twenty fourth, um, you know October twenty fourth, twenty fifth, uh, maybe twenty sixth. You know expected episode um, out there uh, previewing that game against Georgia State. Obviously recapping um, South, which will be you know a week and a half, two weeks removed. Uh, but but yeah, and then just kind of seeing where where we're at in the season, where we go from here. Um, but uh, yeah, anything to add? Cody? No, no, I'm I'm kind of surprised that it's only like what close to forty minutes. I feel like we've talked about a lot in this episode yeah, I like so yeah, I was so i was kind of surprised it's only kind of this short but no i have nothing else to add um let's hope for a victory um you know hopefully in with some positivity before we go on this long break before we before we go into right. the second half of the season pretty much yeah exactly and and you know we'll obviously uh you know georgia state will play a couple games so we'll, we'll get uh, to kind of get a better analysis about about them you know they're coming off of a win um you know last week so uh we'll uh 
we'll evaluate um, them and then, uh, you know, and see, yeah, I guess uh, it, depending on how this South Alabama game yeah. goes, uh, maybe we kind of change the focus and then talk less about the recaps and the previews and, and talk about coaching search and talk about, um, realignment. you know, realignment, right? Realignment, obviously, we've barely scratched the surface there. Um, no. Again, kind of hesitant to do it because uh, as soon as we, well, we, we do, do something's going to break. Uh, they'll, right? they'll announce, yeah. yeah, something will break. They'll announce that. Maybe uh, we should do it the, then so we can, they can go yeah, ahead and announce it. there you it. go. There you go. No, yeah, I think yeah. the only thing I want to end with is, man, offensive line, get nasty, hit somebody this week. Don't just let people just run right past you. You know, right. just even if it's the wrong guy, just knock them on their butts. You know, the, at least <laughs> pull pull up pull a Florida and block yourself. No, don't block yourself. <laughs> no, but I would. No, but for real, like to me, it's yeah. better to block the wrong. You guy saw it. You saw it against Arkansas State. Then, then you saw it. It was block it was, nobody. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can second do it. level, third level blocking. But yeah, they it's just there. it's I and that's the that's the grind of college football is that it's hard to do it quarter after quarter, game after game, consistent. But yeah. they've got to they have to do it. Otherwise, we're not going to do anything the rest of the season. It starts starts in the trenches, both sides. Defense is actually holding up their end of the bargain when it comes to D line and D block, offensive line. Right. You've got to get just as nasty and as tough and as physical as they do, because if you don't. We're not going to win probably another game the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the cure, Cody. That is the cure. <laughs> there it is. We figured there it, it out. <laughs> Bring it full circle. We figured it out. There is a cure. It's everything we talked about. Put it together, and the wins will come. So with that, Cody, we'll pick it up next time. As always, hail Southern. Hail Southern. Thank you for listening to Gotta Talk. Be sure to visit our website, gotatalk.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Gotta Talk Podcast for more news and coverage of Georgia Southern football. Reach out with questions, share your thoughts, or suggest topics on our social media channels or by emailing us at gatatalkpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Eagle Nation, gotta and hail Southern. Thank <laughs> you.